guess would be that it is some sort of creature that possibly should be extinct. This thing was 10 foot tall. He had beautiful hair. As I pulled the drape aside, all of a sudden there were five beings this tall all around me. Underground. Underground. And welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a while. Yeah, but it's it's great to have you back because it's been a little bit of a hiatus, maybe. Yeah. Um. <laughs> first, I had a stomach ulcer. Yeah. And then we moved a couple hundred miles. <laughs> yeah, so a little bit of bad, a little bit of good mixed in there. Yeah. Um. Stomach ulcer was not fun, obviously. No. But uh, the moving was mostly not fun, <laughs> but it <laughs> en- ended up being a lot of fun at the end. Yeah. Um. Got laid off from a job. Yeah. So that was not fun, but that was yeah. not that was part of the not fun part of the moving. <laughs> and then the actual moving. And then the actual moving was not fun. We had to. Uh, well, we just we've been wanting to get out of California, especially LA for a long time. Yeah. Just expensive for no reason. No it's reason at all. Expensive. There's a lot of people around. <laughs> yeah. Talking to you for no reason. Yeah. And uh we chose the Pacific Northwest. Yes. We... Because West Coast still is best coast. It's very true. But we just want to go north. <laughs> and we loved it from, as you all know, driving. Yes, we did it for our little makeshift honeymoon, I guess we would yeah. call it. We drove down the whole West Coast, and we fell in love with it. So it was great. We nestled uh, kind of in the Portland area. We won't give you the coordinates or anything. but. Yeah. Uh, well, we can. I, I want to say the city just because we have a special law in our city. Well, it's technically the county law, too, I think. Is the county law? I think so, yeah. Okay, oh. well, we live in Clark County. Yeah. Washington. Washington. Yeah. And the law is you cannot harass Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeah. It is a law. Yeah. It is the law of God. <laughs> it's an in ordinance. This land. It's an actual ordinance in the books. You cannot harass the species of Bigfoot. Don't you be coming around here. Yeah. Fucking with our friend. So we thought that that would be a good place for definitely us to settle down. Oh, the sure. The underground crew. And uh, it's definitely good for us to, uh, re- for our research station. <laughs> <laughs> and we literally have a basement now. Oh, uh, yeah. For our piles of files. Which is weird. I know a lot of people are like, well, basement, that's nothing interesting. But in California, that's interesting. You don't have basements oh, yeah. in California. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like one of those basements where you can actually, like, turn it into... Yeah, yeah. It's not like the uh, one... It's not like <laughs> the, nice. the cool one in Stranger Things where you can play Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I mean, maybe if we cleaned it up and, you know, <laughs> made it into something. It's a more of a... It's kind of like all dirt. A bigger crawl space, because I can kind of stand up in it, and you yeah. can keep some boxes, and, you know, anyways. <laughs> I feel like 
Uh, We're talking about the crawl space. <laughs> the crawl space of our house. This is driving underground. This is driving underground. I know we we definitely owe you an episode. Yes, because it's it been was, like two months. And it's uh, Godzilla versus the Smog Monster, which is one of my favorite Godzilla movies. So don't you think I forgot it? Be on the lookout for that one of these days. It might be a bonus episode, or we might just toss it out. I don't know. We haven't recorded it, unfortunately, but uh, things just piled up at the end of the last year, so I'm very sorry about that. But we're back in February for Force February. Yeah, Force February. I thought I saw, um, for some reason, Rogue One was trending on Twitter, and I was like, that's a, that's like a two three-year-old movie year old movie and i was like people were like it's like one of the best it's like the best star wars movie and i was like agreeing it's one of my favorites so let's do the two side stories of star wars because they're some of my favorite star wars movies so we're gonna do solo and rogue one yeah one of them's like the red-headed stepchild because a lot of people hated solo i love Solo. i thought Solo was <laughs> very good and enjoyed a it a lot a lot of the, the hardcore uh, Star Wars fans do like Rogue One, and I, I do like Rogue One also. So, a little mixed bag. I feel like none of the hardcore Star Wars fans agree with each other. <laughs> no, I don't no, think no. you can ever say there's a consensus amongst them. I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say. Uh, but yeah, we have a mixed bag, but I, I think they're two cool movies. Too cool. I think they're cooler than the uh, saga movies, Last Jedi and uh, Episode Seven. I forget the name. Uh, Force Awakens. I think they're better than those two, in my opinion. What do you think? Um, you know, I I really am not sure how I feel, and the rank is. I'm confused how to put this. Of the modern Star Wars movies. Yeah, like I I'm not sure where I would rank them. Like I was, you know how I, you asked, or you didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask. You didn't ask the other day when we were talking about yeah, yeah, Star Wars. and you didn't have an answer then either. And I didn't have an answer. <laughs> well, it's just because the modern Star Wars movies, I really like the way they look. I yeah. really like all the actors and everything, mm-hmm. but I just don't. I, I don't know how I would go about even ranking them. They're so different. You see the. The new movies, they're, they feel so fresh and new, even though they're pulling from old works to build on. But the side stories like Rogue One and Solo, they feel even more fresh because they're not really diving into the Jedi stuff. They're really going into different kind of territories. And that's why I think they're even more fresh, and I want to see more of that, that you know? Yeah, I mean, I really liked Rogue One because it was like a story we knew the end to, so like, yeah, there was no risk. So yeah. it was like, fuck it, and it was well, just like explosions. And it was like fuck it, but you—that means they had to make the characters good, and what happened yeah, it was in it good, all you know? about the characters. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, anyways, this this. Episode is a driving episode, driving underground episode. So, not too much about movies. <laughs> no, this uh, episode kind of going to be one off because kind of just got settled. Yeah, just starting a new job tomorrow and everything. So this is kind of a mm-hmm. we just got settled episode. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to. I ha- I set up the new 
I don't want to call this a studio, but <laughs> it's it's definitely a new setup. I took the foam that we had from the apartment and put it on the walls in this. Uh, I don't want to say the word. The word you said closet with no Cl- doors. Closet, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's instead of me moving my laptop to record every time, it's a computer set up just for this. So I'm happy about that. It's very nice. <laughs> we did a good job. Yeah. Do you want to, um, oh, we did, uh, get something, we got some mail, right? Yeah, we got an email. This, this kind of goes in line with, with driving underground, so, yeah. This was more driving underground than this was, uh, <laughs> So, we'll address this on driving underground. So, we got an email from OCD Austin. OCD Austin, if you're listening out there, we finally are getting to your letter. Yeah. It says, was this? Was this on from, did he email this to our site or? I don't know. Oh, how did he get to us? Uh, I mean, he, he could have either have responded to our contact form on the site or he could have just emailed our email. Oh, okay. Like anyone can email sci-fi double feature <laughs> driving at gmail.com. There you go, folks. Complaints, questions, comments. <laughs> you can email us your books, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, good evening, Jarrett and Elisa. Mm-hmm. This isn't a topic today more. Oh, sorry. There's not, there's, there, no, I'm sorry. This is, this is just so fucked up. Uh, there's isn't a topic today more controversial, divisive, and ridiculed than the flat earth theory. Oh, geez. According to an April 2018 Forbes magazine article, Forbes, yeah. only two-thirds of American millennials believe the Earth is round. Whoa. I've written a newly published book, Morning Star's Tale. The other <laughs> third may find of interest. The other third? <laughs> an e-book copy is attached for your review. Now is he saying that he's trying to convince the other third that because they're they're they are flat earthers or I'm confused by this. So only two thirds of American millennials believe the Earth is round. In his book, the other third will find of interest. So the other third, the the third that Do- doesn't does... think the Earth is round. Yeah, that does think it's flat. Okay, so. Have to download. Now, I don't want to malign anybody. Oh, wow. The cover has a cobra on it. <laughs> Looks for, like from a flash page from a tattoo. Is that what those called? Yeah, flash, flash page. One of those. Uh, oh, man. $20 I, he tattoos. believes in a hollow moon, too. Oh, now. One hollow of the moon. chapters is called the hollow moon. Now, hollow moon is interesting. Okay, so I'll read like the first paragraph of one of these chapters. You get to choose. Now, hold on. I want to say I want to go in with an open mind. Okay. Now, proceed. Chapter one, catching up. Chapter two, planet Earth dot 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 isn't. Chapter three, (laughs) hollow moon. Chapter four, flat and sunny. Chapter five, (laughs) Glue of You, Chapter 6, Nephilim, Chapter 7, Kabbalah's Root, Chapter 8, Alchemy's Mix, Chapter 9, mm. Numbers Add Up, 
Chapter 10, Divine Dualities Lie. What are you interested in, Jared? Uh, Hollow Moon. But, I mean, that's not... That's just, like, the most interesting chapter. All right, Hollow Moon it is. Ooh, the Hollow Moon opens with a quote. Lucifer, the light bearer, strange and mysterious name to give to the spirit of darkness, Lucifer, son of the morning. Is it he who bears the light, and with its splendors intolerable, blinds feeble, sensual, or selfish souls? Get to the moon! Doubt it not! <laughs> and apparently Albert Pike said that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Images never landed on the moon. Oh my. Your best and brightest have only ascended to a maximum, maximum low Earth orbit. Earth orbit of 1,200 miles. Oh, so he's... High a- Earth orbit is unobtained. He's a, he's a denier of uh, the land the moon landing too. Most flat earthers. I are. know they I I guess I should have uh, You should have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> 22,236 miles is the fictitious distance a geosynchronous satellite orbits the fictitious planet. <laughs> Unfortunately, such an altitude was would submerge all satellites in the vast ocean positioned above the sea firmament. Dome. Oh, right. No, okay, that's enough. No, dude. Sorry. Um, if you want to send us more flat Earth books, please. We'll take them. Uh, sci-fi, double feature, drive-in at gmail.com. We'll, gi- we'll give you the plug, but we'll we tell you will, wrong. We uh, will clumsily read it on the yeah. podcast. We'll give you the plug. <laughs> we will not tell you you're right. Oh, it was called Morning Star's Tale, by the way. By who? By, oh, I'm sorry, OCD Austin is just what comes through when he emails. I don't oh. think that's his real name. Lee Austin. Lee Austin. Um, right. You can buy it on Amazon. And Barnes it, and Noble. And it has a cobra on the front. I think so. Yeah, that's it does. What, okay. And he has a website, Morning Star, Stars, <laughs> Tale. And, uh, Thank you, Lee Austin, for the book. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. We appreciate a good laugh anytime. <laughs> uh anyway moving on so should we just go to your story well okay so you know i was looking for some news you were looking I for news well, uh, i didn't get any news i was looking for some news and just the news that fell in my lap just turned into my file oh really this, so it's a week. current file like a modern file well it's more modern than normal okay <laughs> From 2017. Okay. It's from the New York Post. Oh no. <laughs> that, that's uh that's such one of the most accredited newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that this one would really just tickle tickle, tickle your uh, tickle my elmo. Tickle my elmo. It'll really tickle your elmo. Um TV host slut shames woman. Who says she had sex with 20 ghosts. Oh my gosh. Doc- what did Dr. Phil do? <laughs> no, it was, this was on Philip and Holly. I think it's a British show. Oh no. So Amethyst Realm, a 27-year-old Brit, uh, was getting slut-shamed <laughs> for claiming to have had sex with at least 20 ghosts. <laughs> whom she purportedly prefers to living men. Oh boy. Realm from, oh, by the way, you know, whether it's ghosts, goblins, men, 
slut shaming ain't cool. Fuck this lady. Well, as long as she ain't hurt nobody, who who's what is who does it matter? She's fucking. <laughs> but moving on, that's not the biggest part of the story. Realm from the Bristol. worst part of it is ghosts ain't real. <laughs> no, it gets worse. <laughs> Uh, Rome from Bristol, England, went on the British TV show ITV this morning on Thursday to discuss her out-of-body, on-body experiences. <sighs> she says it all began in 2005 when she moved into a haunted home with her then-fiancé. Oh, so she's a cheater. Yeah, with ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> it started as an energy then it became physical, she says. Physical! <laughs> there was a pressure on my thighs and breath on my neck. It just always felt safe. I had sex with the ghost. <laughs> I can feel it. Or you can feel it. It's difficult to explain. Realm continued this supernatural affair for three years and had to end it when she got caught by her husband. She's <laughs> just <laughs> moving around by herself. No, I'm about to tell you. She claims he saw a shadowy shape of a man on top of her. I think he's just racist. <laughs> Ghosts? Oh. No, there's just no, a black guy on top of her. Yeah. Since that first steamy spectral encounter, Realm says she's hooked up with at least 20 ghosts. Whoa. And isn't adverse to the thought of conceiving a ghost baby. So she's not married anymore. Ghost baby. She's No, she's I think that they have broken it off. Okay, well then that's fine, I guess. <laughs> the TV show's co-host, Philip Schofield, uh However, was very judgmental. He said, I should imagine you have got quite a name for yourself in the spirit world. What? I would imagine they would be keen to visit you. Well, I don't have any judgment of her just having as many boyfriends as she wants, but I do have a judgment that <laughs> you do not just have a random baby. <laughs> you just don't want to bring a baby, random baby, just because you want one, even if it's a ghost baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think she, like, wants a ghost baby. That's what she said. She, she wants to have a ghost open baby. open to a ghost baby. Oh, open. She isn't adverse to the thought of conceiving a ghost baby. Oh, well, then I, I, I take my judgment back. Oh, wait. She had a, her, she was 15 when this happened? I'm very confused by this article. Whoa, that puts another level on top of it. Psychotherapist Tina Redzizizubu thinks Realm is confusing ghost sex with a hallucination that happens in that weird realm between wakefulness and sleep. Such hallucinations can be extremely vivid and bizarre. You know, like, uh, what is it called? Sleep paralysis? Yeah. All right, so I have a video here. And you haven't watched this? No. <laughs> oh, God. I, I saved it to watch it with you. Uh-huh. Because I like reacting with you. Oh, gosh. So it's six minutes. You don't have to watch it off. But. This, right. this is the lady now? Yes. Okay. Okay. I hope it's not a 15-year-old. Because <laughs> you said she's when 15. When did you first encounter a spirit? <sighs> um, it would have been about 12 years ago now. I was living with my fiancé. Yeah. And he was working away a lot. We just moved into a new house in Hereford. Hereford. And, um... After a while, he was going away maybe one week, two weeks at a time. 
I started to feel kind of like a presence, maybe, I guess you could call it, around the house. Yeah, which is, then, some people would be a bit scared of, but you weren't no, scared by it. It never felt scary. It felt comforting, if anything. And even when it, mm. even when you were in mm. it, this all happened sort of in the spare bedroom. That was where it was, you know, yeah, at its most yeah, powerful. Why are you in the spare bedroom? Yeah, why are you in there? You breath on your neck. Yeah. That still didn't freak you out. Not at all. No. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. You would take it to the next level, and you dressed in a very sexy negligee, yeah. and you went into the spare bedroom oh and, uh, and uh, turned the lights off and waited. You fucking whore. Yes. <laughs> what happened? Um, I waited and waited for a while, and then I got a little bit worried. I thought maybe I'd scared it off by being too keen. Oh, oh okay. And then sort of just as I'd given up hope and was starting to fall asleep, it came to me. And, and what happened? Um. It Came to me, came so into me. Yeah. Yes. But you can't wrap your arms around a ghost. No. Uh, in a so way, you can. You can still feel it. Like it felt it was kind of, oh, it's difficult to explain. Like a weight. Kind of a weight, but at the same time weightless. And like a physical, there's the breath and stroking. And <sighs> energy as well. I think the energy was a lot to do with it. Do you feel a connection? And does a sexual experience with a ghost end in orgasm? Um, for me, yeah. Gosh, so wow. Not fan for the ghost. I just hope so. And <laughs> I hope so. Is it the same thing like when you get a bunch of attention? Like <laughs> when you go on a talk show, a chat show. And everybody's like, <laughs> how cool is it that ghosts have sex with you? Ah, oh, jeez, she just wants she just wants attention, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I guess do you file it and believe it or don't believe it? I've n I haven't believed ghost sex. You believe it? I don't think I've believed in any ghost thing yet. But Jared, this is ghost sex, not just any ghost thing. Okay. Just because it's sex doesn't mean I want to believe it more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we put it in the pile. Do not believe. I'm good on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jarrett, what do you, you got? All right, so I've done a number of Bigfoot stories. Of course. Yeah, so I'm going to do another one. Oh! <laughs> but this one has a little bit of a different take. So, as we said, the Pacific Northwest is known as one of the one of the pivotal homes of the Bigfoot. It's true. Not many think that uh, there could be another key home for Bigfoot. Maybe outer space. <gasps> or even another dimension? Alien Bigfoot. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god. Now this has of course been explored like on the 70s television show the six million dollar man <laughs> but uh <laughs> what, a, what a great place to explore what a, a concept like that hey they had the budget back then uh yeah but this think about it this could explain why we don't have evidence of bigfoot no bodies right and why uh he could just seems like he could just teleport away <laughs> right because he's an right. alien. Think about it. Uh, I'm not convinced yet. You gotta convince. I know. Me I'm just giving you like pre, like pre thing pre digestive 
uh, things to masticate on, like chew on it. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, so here's like an early story of alien Bigfoots. This is this goes back to the 1880s. Wow. A cattleman described an encounter with some alien-type Bigfoots when some friendly Indians in the Humboldt County area of California took him into a big cave for refuge from a great storm. And they took him in and they saw this great glowing inside the cave. They all huddled huddled in. They wanted to go around this fire and they saw this big furry creature with no neck. And he's, he didn't know what that was. And it was a hefty humanoid creature and the, the, the fur was black. That's my new band, Hefty Humanoid. <laughs> he was sitting cross-legged. The natives called this thing the crazy bear. <laughs> hey, there's the crazy bear over there. One of the, the, the Indians said that the crazy bears came from a, a moon, a giant moon that came down. Yeah. They came down from this giant moon. And they also disappeared from into that giant moon from time to time. They disappeared into it? Like they were shot into it. Like <laughs> like a teleportation or something. That's nuts. Yeah, so we will fast forward into like maybe almost a hundred years and nineteen sixty six. The sixties are raging. People are doing acid. Yep. The 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 Volkswagen Beetle is one of the most popular cars, even though Hitler helped design it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he helped design it, but it's a popular car. He used it a lot. <laughs> so there was a sighting that took place in southern Pennsylvania. A woman was sitting in her armchair in her house. She's creaking back and forth. Can you imagine just... Just sitting in Pennsylvania. Can I imagine sitting in a chair? Just imagine sitting in a chair. Have you okay. ever done that before? <laughs> Your faithful old armchair. Just comfy, kind of clunky, but it's faithful. <laughs> yes, Jared, I can imagine sitting in and a chair. You hear an awful noise out on the porch. <laughs> you think it's those awful pack of dogs that came back. They want to come and eat your chickens. <laughs> so she thinks they returned. So she went and got got her gun and went outside. When she got it, she saw a, a huge humanoid creature about 50 feet away. A hefty humanoid? Yeah. A big, huge humanoid creature about 50 feet away out, out, out in her backyard. Mm-hmm. And it was just staring at away. <laughs> it was staring at away. <laughs> it was just staring at away. <laughs> <laughs> It was just staring at it, just just like ominously, not doing anything. Isn't that creepy? And then uh, she 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 didn't give a fuck, so she took a shot at it. Went, <laughs> it could have been just a hobo. Yeah, she didn't give a shit. But guess what happened? It just instantly teleported away. Yeah, what the fuck is that? She she was completely perplexed by this. But she was still frightened, so she got her son-in-law. So you'd think that this guy would be, you know, even more useful in this situation. But suddenly, eight more of these creatures, they appeared. Eight more? He had his gun, and eight more of these creatures appeared, and he ran away. (laughs) Good. Dropped his flashlight and his pride. 
And the <laughs> beings were never seen again on that farm. They just kind of came and scared people and never came back. I don't know. I think that lady was drunk and that guy was drunk. Maybe. That's a possibility. Now, there must be something going on in Pennsylvania because we, not yet, not 10 years after this, in 1973, a group, another group of farmers hmm, in Fayette County saw a dome-shaped UFO, brightly lit, about 100 feet in diameter. They, they, they saw it come down and they were gargantuan, like ape-like creatures all around it as it landed. And they were covered in thick matted hair. And they had green luminescent eyes. And they were like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> No, their hair, their hair all d- dangled low below their knees. Which is kind of different from like the normal Bigfoot look, you know? Yeah. And um, th- they were not going in and out of the UFO. But they were all surrounding the UFO. So they're not sure if... They were part of the UFO crew, or if they were aliens themselves, but... They were roadies for the band. Maybe they're just, like, striking... Maybe there's a trade deal between UFOs and aliens. But <laughs> the farmer's son, he he just took a shot at one of the Bigfoots. Jesus, nobody, is, like, knows what they're shooting at. And one of the Bigfoots put his hand up, and the UFO rose up and took off. And then the Bigfoots ran away into the the woods, and they were never seen again either. There's a lot of running away in these stories, and it never gets uh, gets um, confirmed. So mm. I don't know. But what what really made me want to uh, to research these topics were was this this Tim Daly, uh, anti-gay marriage activist and former senior fellow for Lobbering Group Family Research Council. He described Bigfoot as a demonic virtual reality projection. What? So all of these things like UFOs, Bigfoot, all these paranormal things, this guy's saying together they form a conspiracy with the devil uh, instead instead of like the old standbys like uh, lizard people or the Illuminati. It's not, it's not backed by those things. It's backed by the devil. Ooh. Yeah. The devil is putting out this virtual reality projections of Bigfoot and UFOs. And uh, this is what this is his quote, quote from uh, Tim Daly of he's an anti-gay activist from the Family Research Council. Number one, you have many, many reliable observers who have seen Bigfoot. These are not kids on a prank. The second thing is. A virtual absence of any evidence of their existence. So it shows that what's going on is not really a physical phenomenon. It's real. It's a pro- it's a projection. It's a demonic virtual reality. But it's not nuts and bolts. Or in this case, flesh and blood. This guy should marry the ghost sex girl. <laughs> Why doesn't he just say that it's fake? <laughs> or just say that it's... The media is uh, projecting a demonic. Because it's know. a devil. <laughs> He's the just devil's trying, projecting. He would use. He'll use anything to promote his religion. <laughs> so yeah, that I just that made me think of Bigfoots and aliens as the same thing, and then I went on from there. So what do you think of Bigfoots and aliens? I think <laughs> that 
I don't think that the big the Bigfoots that are on Earth are necessarily aliens. I think maybe there is a species on another planet. Maybe that looks like the Bigfoots that are on Earth. Yeah. And maybe someone is, you know, I don't know. But I, I don't think that Tim Daly's right. <laughs> I definitely, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, that's pretty obvious that he's not right. Um, but, uh, yeah, there, it's probably impossible that there's no human, hairy humanoid on some planet somewhere. Yeah, exactly. There, there's probably a species on another planet that looks like what we think Bigfoot looks like. <laughs> some people even think that, uh, that they're pranksters. They're interdimensional pranksters that will come into our dimension and then they'll do some stuff and then they'll go back into the other, dim- their dimension and... Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one either. I like to imagine there are interdimensional pranksters. Because <laughs> if there is no one fucking with us, I don't like to imagine that <laughs> this yeah. is all happening without people fucking with us. I'm okay with them doing that. <laughs> as long as they're not the mean Bigfoots from the bad stories that I've read. That I've read. Yeah. Because then I'm okay with the shooting of them. <laughs> Elisa's giving me the sad face. No shooting is a Bigfoot. <laughs> um, I have a question. Uh, do you think Bigfoots would be good UFO pilots? No. <laughs> okay. They would. It would be like Chewbacca needing a, a Han to help him pilot. No, Chewbacca's a great pilot. He's though. a great pilot with a Han. No. Okay? He he couldn't pilot by himself. What if what if the, his hair he got pilots, his eyes? He pilots by himself all the time. Nah, I, nah, I, nah, 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 nah. I stand nah, by nah, Chewbacca. Nah, 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 nah. Chewbacca does it by himself all the time. I'm sure sometimes he does even do better. it by himself all the time. Sometimes by sometimes better. That's what she said. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, so that's our little driving underground for now. This little kickoff of our new place. Yes. In the new studio. Yeah. Uh, so we already told you our new double feature. And. So we'll be back next week with one of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, we haven't You're picked those gonna yet. You're going to have to wait and see. Uh, this year's going to be a good one. We're going to be dropping some cool stuff. Uh, going to have a new book out. Elisa's working on her new book. Maybe it'll come out someday. (laughs) She's very busy, but it's going to be great. But uh, yeah, keep an eye out for my new book. I will definitely drop that, and you will know about it. And keep an eye out for new shirts, new stickers. You'll see those for sure. And um, we'll see you on the other side. And you better be praising Godzilla. You better praise Godzilla. No matter where we live, you know we better be praising Godzilla. You better praise him. You better praise him. Ah, Across the country, from the east coast to the west West coast, praise him. From sea to shiny sea. (laughs) From sea to shiny sea. Praise him. Praise him. See what movie's playing next at Sci-Fi Double Feature Drive-In on Instagram, Facebook, and our website. Just add that dot com. Catch us on Twitter at SFDFDI Podcast.